The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. I have the distinct pleasure of welcoming our first presenter this afternoon, and that is Peter Corm from Amazon's, he is Amazon's Director of Product Accessibility. And Peter, I want to welcome you, and we are all looking forward to hearing from you. And following Peter's presentation, folks, we will have time for a few Q&A. Great. Well, thank you so much. Hello, Omaha. Hello, ACB radio listeners on Media 2. And, of course, a special shout out to folks listening to ACB radio on their Amazon Echo smart speaker. I'm Peter Korn. I lead accessibility for Amazon's devices and services organization. This is my 31st year doing accessibility. 30 years ago in February of 1992, I began my career in the accessibility field when I joined Berkeley Systems and started working on Outspoken for Windows. A special shout out for anyone who remembers and used Outspoken on Mac or Windows. And it's a pleasure and honor to continue to work in this field. Thank you for continuing to invite me to be part of the ACB convention and the ACB community. Amazon is delighted to return to the convention as sponsors and presenters. This is Amazon's ninth year of continuous accessibility work. Having delivered our first features in the summer of 2013 by making the Kindle reading app on iOS and Android, work with voiceover and talkback respectively, and then a few months later, bringing a screen reader and magnification to our Fire tablets. Thank you for continuing to invite Amazon to be part of the convention and the ACB community. We're eager to share with you today the latest developments in accessible products, assistive technologies, and of course, our favorite voice service. And speaking of our favorite voice service, I will be using that voice service's name a fair amount. So I'll give a brief pause in case you want to press the mute button on your Echo devices. The American Council of the Blind represents many millions of Americans who are blind or visually impaired, who are among the hundreds of millions of people worldwide who are blind or visually impaired. We would like you to be our customers, which means we need to make products that are not only accessible, but that are delightful to use. Fundamentally, we want to earn your business and to be worthy of your business. And to, that, to do that, we don't want to make products for people with disabilities. We want to make products with people with disabilities for everyone. And part of how we do that is by having people with disabilities design, develop, test, support, market, and deliver our products to all of our customers. All of the products and services I'm going to talk about today were developed in part by blind Amazon employees, including employees in user research, software development, product design, and quality assurance, as well as blind and low vision Amazon employees who are part of our affinity group, Amazon PWD, who frequently consult on product design 
research and developments for products and services across the company. Having products and services that are accessible and delightful to use isn't enough if those products and services aren't affordable. In my organization, Amazon Devices, we focus a substantial amount of time and energy in finding ways to reduce the cost of our devices, while at the same time improving how they feel in your hand and how they perform year over year. It's for that reason that we're able to deliver the seven inch Fire tablet with our custom built voice view screen reader, some of the most sophisticated braille support that together provide access to over 12 million screen reader supported Kindle books, hundreds and thousands of audible titles, hundreds of thousands of movies and TV shows, over 3,600 of which include audio description, all with hands-free Alexa for less than $60. It's also for that reason we're able to deliver the Fire TV Stick Lite high-definition streaming player with Dolby support, tens of thousands of channels, the voice from screen reader, our built-in magnifier, our innovative text banner feature for customers with a narrow field of view for less than $30. In my talk today, I want to cover the new devices and services we have delivered since uh, the ACB convention last year. And intermixed with that, I will talk about some of the new accessibility features we've shipped in the last year and then reserve some time at the end for questions. Since the convention last year, we've introduced quite a few things, starting with Alexa. We introduced the Echo Show 15. This is an Echo Show device that's designed to be mounted on your wall like a picture frame. It has a 15-inch screen and also doubles as a Fire TV. Uh, for those that want to use this, it has a graphical interface that turns the show into the information center of your home, as well as a smart home control station for folks who prefer to use their fingers to touch the screen and manipulate their smart home interface. Uh, we've introduced that for uh, just under $250. And built into it is our new AZ2 Neural Edge processor. This is a custom chip that we've designed, not unlike Apple's custom chips in their uh, phones, tablets, and, and computers, uh, that uh, handles visual identification and a substantial amount of Alexa voice recognition on the device. And so in this way, we don't need to use network bandwidth and we better preserve customer privacy. We've also introduced this, the second version of Echo Frames. This is a pair of eyeglass frames that can uh, accept prescriptions or just a pair of sunglasses. And it includes Alexa paired via Bluetooth to your phone. Once you've done this, as you're walking around throughout your day, you can ask Alexa something and the frames will know that you're doing the asking versus someone sitting nearby you, thanks to the placement of the microphones on the frames. And Alexa will reply through the speakers that are located in the temples. So you're the only one who can hear it. And new with version two, not only is this version slimmer and more comfortable wear, to wear, but in the box in UEB is a embossed URL 
with a link to all of the highly accessible instructions and inbox manuals in HTML with all the diagrams beautifully described. It comes with two hours of talk time on a charge or Alexa interactions or media playback. Uh, it's $250 or $270 in sunglasses form. But if you buy it with the three month Audible free trial will give you 150 off that price. We also introduced in the last year Echo Buds uh, version two. This is another way to have Alexa with you on the go. Like Frames, it is paired via Bluetooth to your phone and then you can just say Alexa, the mics in the Echo Buds will hear you, know it's you who's speaking and not someone near you, and you can interact with her, stream movie, uh, stream music, stream audiobooks, uh, have Alexa read your Kindle books. You can also talk directly to Siri or Google Assistant by calling out that name, uh, and that will wake those up if that's on the phone that you've paired it with. And that's just under $140. We've introduced a number of interesting Alexa services. Um, you can now, in addition to, um, oh, I'm forgetting his name. This is embarrassing. Our first uh, uh, celebrity voice, uh, we've now added Shaquille O'Neal and Melissa McCarthy. So instead of having Alexa respond, you can ask Shaq or Melissa to be the responding voice to your Alexa queries. We have a collaboration with Disney, and so Echo devices in Walt Disney World. Uh, now you can say, hey, Disney, instead of Alexa, and find out a bunch of information about Walt Disney World and Disney services. There's even an Echo Show 5 with Mickey Mouse ears uh, that you can uh, use. We've introduced Alexa Together. This is a service to help aging family members live more independently while connecting to their family and other caregivers. This is a, a, a privacy supporting opt-in service where the aging family member can disclose uh, information about how they're doing and have Alexa share that with family members. You can uh, ask for help and a family member uh, on the list will respond. Custom sounds is a really exciting thing we have we have introduced recently where Alexa will, you can teach Alexa certain sounds and then whenever those sounds happen, uh, Alexa can then fire off a routine. So for example, if uh, you can teach Alexa the sound your refrigerator makes when the door has been left open too long and that can trigger a routine to send you a text message or call somebody uh, one of your family caregivers, uh, you can teach it the sound that your dryer makes when it's done. And that can then send a message to you saying that the dryer is done and your clothes are ready. We've introduced a feature called Notify Nearby, which um, will have Alexa play an audible tone uh, instead of just flashing a light on the echo when you have a message waiting. And you can also tie this to speaker ID or visual ID so that it will tell you when it recognizes your voice because you have told it that you want those notifications, but other family members might not.
Alexa can also give you advance notice on deals uh, and even buy them for you if you uh, ask her to, to do that for you when you have items in your shopping cart or are interested in deals. We've introduced a bunch of smart home devices and services. We have now the Amazon Smart Thermostat, which has full Alexa integration like the um, Amazon Basics Microwave or Smart Oven, so that you can interact with your thermostat with full accessibility through Alexa. We've introduced the Amazon Smart Soap Dispenser. Uh, many of us have been advised uh, during these COVID times to regularly wash our hands and do so for at least 20 seconds. The soap dispenser will sense your hands underneath and squirt out some soap. And if you've paired it to uh, Alexa over Bluetooth, uh, Alexa can play some music for 20 seconds to let you know how long you should be washing your hands. We've introduced the Amazon Smart Air Quality Monitor, which will keep tabs on five key factors of particulate matter, volcanic organic compounds, carbon monoxide, humidity and temperature, all of which you can then ask Alexa about or tie that to routines. So if the temperature goes up or the humidity goes up, you can have it turn on your air purifier or dehumidifier or fan. Um, Blink is one of the uh, family of products, uh, product families that we've acquired and we've introduced the first Blink video doorbell. Like our Ring video doorbells, this provides two-way audio, uh, high-definition video, motion and chime alerts, and it's fully Alexa enabled, available for just under $50. Uh, we've introduced the Ring Alarm Pro, which bundles together uh, the Ring Alarm base station with um, an Eero router for your home so that you can uh, use both of these together. And the Ring Alarm system supports um, uh, uninterruptible power supply connections to make sure that your alarm is still working if the power is cut off. And with the Ring Alarm Pro, this will also keep your internet up. And it has uh, cell phone connectivity so that if power and internet are cut, it can still reach out for security monitoring over the cellular data system. I have this at my home and I really like it. We've introduced uh, package alerts the ring cameras can now recognize the shape of a package that's maybe dropped off at your front door and alert you that a package is here and waiting for you. We have added ultrasound motion detection on our echo devices. So for example, it can tell that no one's around. And if you've got your television connected to a smart plug, uh, have a routine to just turn your TV off because no one's around to be watching it. We've introduced a new fast router, the Eero Pro 6E, which will do Wi-Fi at speeds up to 1.3 gigabits per second. It also supports mesh Wi-Fi for whole home um, coverage. If you've got a larger space that you're living and you put several of the Aero Pro 
routers in it, they will mesh with each other and have one Wi-Fi ID across that space. We've introduced Echo Glow, which is a cute color lamp, uh, particularly for kids. It sets off uh, uh, glows in different colors, and you can, again, tie that to routines to glow a particular way when a certain event happens. And our final smart device is the Dash Smart Shelf. This is a shelf that comes in three sizes, seven by seven inches, 12 by 10 inches, or 18 by 13 inches. It has a scale built in. And the idea is you can put things on it like milk in a milk carton in your fridge or a collection of mixed nuts or a bunch of toilet paper. And as the weight on the scale goes below a certain point, the shelf will automatically reorder more milk, more nuts, more toilet paper uh, automatically. Fire TV is um, a wonderfully accessible streaming media player as well as series of smart TVs. And in the past year, Amazon started making our own branded smart TVs. This is in addition to the Insignia or Toshiba branded Fire TV edition televisions. We make this from soup to nuts and it's available at a variety of prices and sizes. 4K ultra high definition with Dolby Atmos audio. Uh, we have two series. There's the four series, which is all 4K ultra high definition. And then the Omni series, which is also 4K ultra high definition, but comes with Farfield Alexa built in. So think of it as a Fire TV and an Echo show put together in up to, I think, 85 inches wide, or 85 inches on the diagonal. And we've introduced a new accessibility feature to Fire TV, starting with the Fire TV Cube. It's now possible to pair your Fire TV with select models of Starkey hearing aids. Once you've made this pairing, the audio from the TV goes straight into your hearing aids. And in this way, uh, hearing aid using customers can get a much clearer, cleaner signal pumped digitally directly into their hearing aids. More devices with this support will be coming uh, soon. As we like to say, stay tuned. In the tablet space, we have introduced an all-new Fire 7 tablet. This tablet comes with either 16 or 32 gigabytes of storage, which you can expand to up to a terabyte using a micro SD card. It has two gigabytes of RAM, which is twice the previous model, USB-C for better connectivity, a 30% faster processor than the previous model, 10 hours of battery life, which is 40% more than before. It's uh, the latest in environmental friendliness. All of our new devices have uh, meet our climate pledge with respect to recyclable materials, 
post-consumer waste used in the packaging. And uh, we offset through purchases of uh, renewable energy, the projected lifetime energy use of our devices. This is all part of our climate pledge. It, of course, comes with the voice view screen reader, screen magnifier, large fonts, all of our uh, accessibility features. Um, finally, the final device I want to talk about is the Astro Robot. We are now in the home robotics built business by making what we call a day one editions product, which is uh, today um, an invitation only product sold at a special introductory price. Uh, we believe that home robotics is going to be an important new consumer electronics category. And this is our first offering in that space. Think of it as an echo show with wheels. It's about 18 inches tall. It has a camera on it on an extendable mast that can come up high so that it can look on your countertops or um, stream an image from something not quite uh, ankle height. Um, you introduce Astro to your home. It then learns your house and the names that you give your rooms. And then you can tell Astro to go to the living room, go to the kitchen. You can introduce Astro to household members and then say to Astro, uh, go find Terry Pacheco. Or you can put something in Astro's tray and say, Astro, take this to Herbie Allen. And Astro will faithfully find Herbie in your home and deliver the beer that you put in Astro's tray. Astro comes with an Alexa Together subscription for use with um, perhaps someone elderly in your family, um, as well as a six-month subscription to Ring Protect Pro security monitoring. The tray accepts a number of accessories, including a detachable cup holder, an Omron blood pressure monitor, and the Furbo dog camera and treat dispenser so you can have Astro remotely toss treats to any pets that are left at home. And with all of these things and the many, many other things that you can buy on Amazon, I want to remind everyone that Prime Day is coming, July 12th and 13th, and many deals on our own devices uh, are typically available in the days and even weeks leading up to Prime Day. Final thing I want to mention before opening this up for questions is, of course, Prime Video. As of yesterday, we have 3,581 audio described titles in our catalog, 79 of which are available for free on our freebie service, that is television with advertisements. That was formerly called IMDb TV. And of these 3,581 titles, uh, as of today, 521 of those are available free with Prime. And this is a combination of Amazon original TVs, uh, TV shows and movies, 
along with a monthly rotating set of third-party movies and TV shows. The remainder of that, nearly 3,600 titles, are available for rent and or for purchase. With that... Hi, this is Amber Steak. How are y'all doing? Doing well, thank you. I've been an Amazon Prime customer for years, and um, I was wondering, I'm a little late, but have you told everybody about the stamp card program that's going on right now in preparation for Prime Day? I have not. Why don't you? Why don't you share that? Sure. I, th this was just something I discovered completely by accident the other day. It blew my mind. Um, what it is, it is a little blue card that you find on your screen when you get on Amazon, and it says you just got to complete these four little tasks, and you get a ten dollar credit. And so you hit the activate stamp card button. All you got to do is watch something on Prime Video. Read something from Prime Reading or Kindle Unlimited, listen to something from Prime Music or Amazon Music Unlimited, and make a Prime eligible purchase. And now you've got a $10 credit that you can use for Prime Day. You know I'm buying myself a new Echo Fourth Gen or Echo Dot Fourth Gen with that $10 credit to help. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you sharing that, that great tip with everyone. You were mentioning the Echo, sh the, um, the show. The, with the 15 with the 15 inch screen etc with the touch screen um, you didn't really mention anything about a screen reader so I don't know if that's in there or not uh, absolutely every every echo show device every echo with a screen has voice view built in screen magnification built in uh, color contrast adjustment built in uh, the full suite of our access features oh very cool Thanks. Bass. Hello. My question is, and of all these presentations are extremely interesting because I didn't know um, a third of the stuff. I knew a few things, but not much of the Amazon accessibility. So thank you. My question is, how do you find out about the Astro, um, the, how, you, uh, how you can get one and all that? If it's by invitation only, do you have to apply somewhere or how does that happen? So to get an invitation, you go to the Astro detail page. Uh, you can find that just by searching for uh, Amazon Astro robot invitation in um, your, your Amazon search bar. You probably don't need to type all of those search terms. Um, and then on here, you can request an invitation. We are uh, limited quantities available, so we're not able to grant all requests, but um, I know we've got uh, a bunch of people using it and more and more are coming. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm wondering, is Amazon a present or do you see it down the road where they will be doing uh, something to assist uh, blind individuals in orientation mobility, such as identifying an environment, identifying objects in their environment, you know, for, for travel, et cetera. So I'm not at liberty to talk about uh, unreleased and unannounced products. Um, what I can say is that um, we do have the uh, show and tell feature 
which works with um, a device that's in your home. And uh, we are always looking for more ways we can uh, help serve our customers, including especially customers with disabilities. Unfortunately, there's nothing I can I can share at this time. We do have an The Astro, it, it won't travel up and down stairs, will it? <laughs> no, unfortunately, Astro uh, doesn't have legs. It just has wheels. So oh. it cannot go up and down stairs. Um, when did you start getting interested in the Amazon thing? This is a, a personal question to me about when I started getting interested in doing accessibility work at Amazon. Yeah. Um, I'd been watching uh, Amazon for a while when they first came out with the Kindle. And I was at Sun Microsystems and the Kindle had Java built into it. And I thought maybe we could use some of... Um, Sun's Java accessibility work that I had worked on. Uh, and then a few years later, when I was shopping on the website, I thought I'd see if they had any open jobs. And so I did a search on Amazon.jobs for the word accessibility. And the devices organization was looking for an accessibility architect. And I applied. And on October 28th, uh, 2013, I began my uh, accessibility career at Amazon. I want to say something. Um, it's about the uh, Amazon uh, application on the PC. It would be nice if we could uh, access the Echo Show and the Echo Buds via PC, because there are a lot of people out there who don't have iPhones. You know, there are a lot of people there who just use computers like I do, but we cannot, but we do not have access to either the Echo Show or the Echo Buds. Now, I've been wanting to try the Echo Buds out, but the one thing that stopped me from doing that is I am not able to access them via the PC. No, I can access the Echo Studio via PC, but I cannot, but 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 I cannot access the the uh, um, the Echo Buds or the Echo Show. It would be nice if you could add those devices to the PC application, you, you know, and and also up update the application on the PC to be the same as the application on the iPhone. Because, like I said, blind people don't use iPhones. That's why I wanted to say. And keep up the good work. Thanks very much uh, for that feedback. I will absolutely take it back to the team. Um, just a note, though, about Echo Buds. Um, unless you take your PC with you everywhere, um, Echo Buds need a connection over Bluetooth to some device that itself has a connection to the Internet. The Echo Buds don't have their own connection to the Internet, and that's needed to use most of the Echo Buds features. Uh, so that's a, a separate issue from um, the ability of the uh, app to support connections from the PC. Hi, my name is Mary Beth. Thanks so much for a wonderful presentation, as always, Peter. Um, a quick question about the, the first glasses that you talked about, the new ones, the $250 ones that they're having a big sale on. What was the, what was the name of those again? Thank you. 
Sure. That's called Echo Frames. And you can find that just by searching for Echo Frames in the search bar of, of your Amazon app or webpage. Thank you for the question. I have the Echo Dot 3, um, and I also have the Echo Dot 2. The how, and you're coming out with the Echo Dot 4, how, long, how much longer do you believe that we'd be able to still use the Echo Dot 2? Oh, um, I, I expect that we will continue to support the Echo Dot 2 for a very, very long time. The original Echo, the one that is affectionately known as a Pringles can that came out, I think it was introduced seven years ago, uh, is still fully supported. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. 10-inch Fire Tablet from about 2018. Can you tell me, please, the most recent Fire 10? I would like to get a newer one. Sure. Uh, the most recent Fire 10 we released about 13 months ago, and it has USB-C. It is um, full 1080p video, uh, hands-free Alexa, 32 or 64 gigabytes of RAM, um, uh, a quad core, and wait a minute, yeah, three gigabytes of RAM, 32 or 64 gigabytes of flash. Um, it's $149.99, but it will probably be on sale very soon. Thank you so much. Great presentation. My pleasure. Thank you. And thank you, uh, Terry and Maria and Samantha and Herbie and Penny for uh, welcoming me to and Amazon to Bits this year. Peter, thank you so much for joining us. I actually have one quick question myself, if we can fit it in. And that is, I'm wondering if maybe it's something I just don't understand. But is there a way to connect speakers and Amazon Echoes into the same group? Yes. So um, we have a number of audio devices that we released uh, a few years ago now. Uh, let me see if I can get the name of them up. Um, uh, they are uh, Echo Audio Companions. And you can get an Echo Link, uh, which allows you to stream music to your uh, home stereo system through Alexa. Uh, you can also use uh, the Sonos system. That's I what a, I have. That's what I have is the Sonos. And it's either I have to play on the Sonos through Alexa or on all of my dots. Oh, but I can't combine goodness. the two. I don't know. I'll have to take that question back. Thank you. I would greatly appreciate it. And I want to thank you so much for joining us this afternoon and evening. Um, and Thank you. As I say, thank you again. And thank you to Amazon for being an Emerald sponsor of this year's ACB conference and convention. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Well, folks, I, that that's a hard act to follow, but I think we've got a couple of more people coming up who absolutely will be doing their very best 
to uh, give us that much, even more information and more uh, in accessibility. And I'm going to call on William Freeman from the American Printing House. He and Justine Taylor are both going to be presenting to us this afternoon. Hi. Hi. I don't see Justine yet. Yeah, uh, Justine's not going to be able to make it. She, unfortunately, uh, Justine is uh, is sick and will not oh, be able to I'm join sorry. us. So yeah, so I'll be doing um, I'll be doing her portion of the presentation. So uh huh. Well, I'm sure you will do an excellent job as well. <laughs> well, here's hoping. Uh, thank you all so much for for having me and for giving me a chance to come uh, speak with you today. Uh, I'm sharing my screen. I have a PowerPoint, but I will, uh, I will describe everything as I'm going and, uh, make sure I, I am uh, very thorough. So I, you know, like I said, Justine is out. Uh, unfortunately she got sick. And so I'm going to be doing her part of the presentation. I know her products, uh, decently well. So I'm not like completely clueless <laughs> about them, but I definitely don't know them as well as she does. So I'm going to cover them. Uh, I've got her slides and her notes. Uh, and if you've got any questions about her products, you know, please ask them. If I can't answer them, um, I will write them down and get them to Justine and we'll work out a way to, uh, that you can get your questions answered. And I'll also, uh, I'll give you uh, Justine's email and my email um, during this presentation. So I think you're going to be fine. So let's let's jump into this. So Justine's products, we'll do her presentation first. Uh, she is our low vision product manager. Um, I should I should probably introduce myself too. So I'm I'm William Freeman, and I am the tactile technology product manager. Uh, I've been at APH for ten years. I started as a Braille transcriber. Uh, I did that for a few years, and then I did accessibility testing as what's called a QA uh, for about five years. And now I am the, the product manager of, uh, basically I, I, I'm product manager for our Braille displays and our embossers and some of our apps. And then also I'm working on the uh, dynamic tactile display uh, with Greg Stilson. So with that said, let's talk about these magnifiers. So first up is the Mat Connect. Uh, the Mat Connect is unique in that it's a magnifier and a tablet together. It's a 12-inch uh, tablet with pre-installed Prodigy software. Um, it is a it has a portable stand, and the whole thing can fold up to fit in a laptop size carrying case. Uh, there's a picture of it here, and I'll do my best to describe it. So you've got the 12-inch tablet that is has a nice – so there's the screen, and then there's a nice case and bezel around it that can protect the screen. Uh, and then that is all being held by the stand. So the stand, you've got the two legs kind of in the back, and then the whole thing is balancing on a flat surface – and so you've got a flat surface where you can put your documents or whatever it is you need magnified. And then you've got the legs and then you've got the tablet kind of hanging off of those legs. There is also a, uh, a camera on a stick 
coming off of the right leg. Uh, and I'll get into that a little bit more. So it's an adjustable camera uh, as well. So the whole tablet uses Android, uh, but so it's an Android based platform, but then we've got our own apps uh, on the device. And with it, you can access email, web browsing, educational apps, and you also have a choice of different uh, interfaces uh, for how you want to interact with it. And basically, the idea here is, you know, regardless of your age or skill level with technology, there's an interface um, that you can use to get the most out of the software. So if you just want, you know, the most basic interface. Uh, that's available, which with that, you'll just have a simple video magnifier for near and distant reading tasks. So that's kind of like a no must, no fuss, just get to magnifying uh, simple interface. Then we've got the standard interface. And so with this, you get the same benefits of the basic interface, but you also get OCR, uh, which you can use to capture and store images in a simple gallery and have your text read aloud. And then finally, there's an advanced interface, which unlocks the full capability of the Prodigy software. Um, and part of the idea here, too, I, you know, I'm with APH. If you don't know APH, you know, our main focus is uh, education. And so this is a product that, you know, you can use, you know, if you're very young, if you have to take a test, for example, uh, the basic interface, the teacher can put it in the basic interface so you don't have a lot of distractions and you can just focus on taking the test. Um, whatever it is, uh, the whole idea is to have a mode available that will benefit you without any extra distractions. It has a calculator application, um, and that has a standard calculator, a scientific, and a graphing calculator. There's also a books application. And with that, you can access Bookshare and other libraries. Uh, there's a ton of different textbooks and novels that you can choose from. And with the distance application, using the distance camera, that's the one on the stick is totally not the right word, but I'm going to continue to call it a stick. So it's the camera on a stick there. Uh, and that um, will allow you to read text at a distance at up to 40 times magnification. Um, there's a note-taking application. And then it comes with a large uh, keyboard uh, and charging pack to use with the distance camera for uh, longer battery life. Um, the, it comes with an APH toolbox with access to all the Android apps that APH offers. Uh, we have a ton of Android apps that we've made, and those are all included with the device. Uh, plus, you can also access Dropbox and other Google Suite apps. So with the device, there's also live HD magnification with 1 to 24 times uh, uh, zoom with LED illumination. You can also capture and save multiple pages with 1 to 80 times magnification. Uh, and then I think I've, I mentioned this a little bit already, but there's a gallery where you can store documents and create folders. Um, you can adjust the settings on the device to suit your needs. So there's a lot of different uh, types of color contrast that you can use. There's different font and speech settings. And the whole idea is that you can tune it 
tune the device to your needs and what you respond to best. Um, there's a help. Uh, there's also a help application, and this is a neat, neat thing because it, right on the device you can access all the webinars and videos about the device. So you can help, you know, help yourself, help a student, whatever it is, um, learn how to use the device and and become more familiar and comfortable with it. Uh, we also have a ton of other uh, free online training webinars and tutorials available through the Access Academy. I don't know if any of you have had a chance to use our Access Academy, but it's a great resource uh, for uh, free online training, and you can use it to get AZ, ACVREP credit. And it also, we have more materials that are archived on our APH uh, YouTube playlist. So there's a ton going on with the Mac Connect. It's a cool device. Uh, and there's a lot of different ways you can customize it um, to your needs. The price of the Mac Connect is $3,220. Next up, we have the Jupyter Portable Desktop Magnifier. So the Jupyter is a 13-inch full high-definition monitor. It weighs about 8.62 pounds. Uh, it has magnification ranges from 1.8x to 150x. It has adjustable LED lights. It has adjustable line and mask features. Um, it has physical buttons, which I know to some folks is a really nice thing to have. You're not having to necessarily rely on a touchscreen. You've got physical buttons and knobs that you can use to adjust the different settings. Uh, you can adjust the screen brightness. And there's a snapshot button that you can briefly press to freeze the current image onto the screen. Um, you can use a there's a toggle button to pan the magnified image. Uh, and then there's an adjustable camera for distance, near, and self-view. Um, it has 35 different color contrast options and five hours of battery life. Uh, and it also has an HDMI output. Um, the quality of the distance camera and the many different color options make this magnifier a great magnifying solution for many tasks in the classroom, workplace, or at home. And so there's a picture here. Um, the picture is just of a, a person, an older gentleman, and he is using the Jupiter. And then Justine is actually pictured here, uh, standing over his shoulder, looking at the screen as he adjusts one of the knobs on the Jupiter. The Jupiter is not really clear in this uh, picture, but similar to the uh, Mac Connect, it has a flat stand um, where you can put put the device you want to, you know, the, the thing you want to read or look at. And then it has a, um, uh, a stand that comes off of that, um, basically the, you know, the legs that come off of it. And then that has a, uh, um, an angle where you can kind of pivot it. Um, sorry, <laughs> these aren't my products that I'm not, I'm not used to describing them, but I've got a picture here. This is the Jupiter camera and it shows it a little bit better. And so you've got a knob that you can use to adjust how the Jupiter's facing, well, how the camera is facing. And so when it's facing down, you're in reading mode. So when it's in that mode, it's looking at the flat uh, pay, you know, the pay place where you might put a book or a page. Uh, 
And then if you turn it facing out, that's your distance view mode. So it's facing out of the front. And then there's also a self view mode. So in the self view mode, you would kind of pull the monitor part down. You would turn the camera toward yourself. And now you can see yourself and you can put on makeup. You can, you know, shave, whatever it is, whatever task it is that you need to do uh, that requires looking at yourself. So there's a few different options there. This next uh, slide shows the control panel for the Jupiter. So these were those physical buttons that I was talking about. And so starting from the left to the right, we have the power button. We have the image optimizer wheel. Uh, this provides uh, two different functions depending on the setting. So there's a natural color mode, turn the knob to adjust the brightness level of the display. And then there's also a color mode, uh, turn the knob to adjust the image quality. Um, and so press, press it to return to the default setting. And you can also uh, press and hold this button for two seconds to turn autofocus on and off. Uh, next in line is the snapshot button. Um, and that is uh, if you briefly press the button, uh, the image on the screen will freeze. You can then zoom in and out on the still image and adjust the color and screen brightness and basically tune it so that you can better see what is there. Uh, you can then just press it again to return to live mode. Next up is the zoom wheel. So this is the middle button and it's the largest one. Well, it's a wheel, but it is the largest one and it's in the middle. So these are all at least tactile enough that even if you don't really remember the layout, if you just remember their shape, uh, you'll be able to, to find them again when you need them. So this zoom wheel uh, will allow you to, you just turn the knob and then in live mode, you can go between 1.8X and 30X. In snapshot mode, you can go up to 150X. And then there's an adjustable magnification from 1.2X to 250X. And then you can press and hold this button to use the, uh, the menu. Next up is the color mode button uh, to adjust your, your colors. And then we've got the next up, we've got the natural color button. You press this button to view pictures or documents in their natural color. You can also press and hold it to use a find function. And then last we have, I love the name of this one. It is the super function key. So it was bitten by a radioactive function key and now it's better than all other function keys. But it's used for various functions in different modes. You can use it to scroll a frozen image. You can use it to select uh, and use your line and mass functions. So it's kind of a catch-all catch key. So th that's the Jupiter. Uh, we've got another picture of it here, which shows it being, you know, there's a uh, book on the flat surface. And then the, the stand is kind of collapsed so that the monitor is a bit closer. Uh, it takes up less space that way, I guess. And you can see the uh, text zoomed in and very large on the screen. Uh, and so the Jupiter is $3,599. Next up, we've got the Video Mag HD, which is a handheld video magnifier. So the Video Mag HD has been around for a while. It's a cool little product. It's really tiny, uh, but it does a lot of stuff. Tiny may not be the right word, small. 
but it's 4.3 inches. It's a full color LCD screen. It has tactile high contrast buttons that are used to adjust the settings. And I'll describe those in a moment. And it has continuous zoom with 2x to 13x magnification. So you can take a picture, freeze an image on the screen, and then save it. It'll store approximately 80 images that can then be copied to a computer using a USB connection. It has a, a reading line and reading mask feature that can be used to quickly locate and maintain one's place while viewing an image or reading text. Uh, to conserve battery life, it has an auto shut off when it hasn't been used. And it has an ergonomic fold away handle and 20 color contrast modes. And in Justine's notes, she's written here, it is a great magnifier for spot reading a price tag, reading a menu, or reading medicine or food labels. And I'll describe the picture of the device here. So you've got that 4.3 inch LCD screen. And then around it, there's a, a, a kind of a chunky bezel uh, of plastic. And on the left side, there are three buttons. And on the right side, there are three buttons. And so I'll start on the top left. There's the up button. And then in the middle left is the down button. And then in the bottom left is the power button. When we go over to the right, the top right is the zoom in button. And then the middle button there is the uh, zoom out button. And then below that is the camera button. And these are kind of tactile. So at the top, they're, they're slanted uh, inward uh, and down. And then at the bottom, they're slanted inward and up. So that can help you, um, you know, orient yourself. I'll also mention, so the fold-away handle is out in this picture. And so you can kind of think of it as a uh, sort of a chunky uh, magnifying glass. So you've got a nice big handle there. You can hold the device with that handle and then secure it with your other hand, zoom in and see what you need to see. And then when you're done, you can put that handle away and then the device is small enough. You can fit it in a, in a relatively small uh, bag. So yeah, that's the Video Mag HD and it is $539. So next up, we've got the Juno. The Juno is our newest magnifier, and it is an update to the Video Mag HD, and it is a handheld video magnifier with OCR. So we're going to continue, of course, to have the uh, Video Mag HD, and we'll just continue to have both of these uh, because the Juno does do a lot more than the Video Mag HD, but it's also more expensive. So we do like to keep the other one because it is a great product. At a, at a very reasonable price. And so the Juno, it's all the features you've come to know and love about a portable handheld magnifier with the addition of optical character recognition. And the optical character recognition on this thing uh, is really, really good. Um, it does a great job of it not only, well, I'll talk about the OCR more, but it not only does the OCR and, you know, figures out what word is that and what letter is that, but it also can um, organize the page. So it can figure out, like, this is a heading, this is a sidebar, 
this is the main body and you can then tab through uh basically the similar to how you use a screen reader uh you can tab through and and work with those different pieces of the uh uh the page that you've OCR'd. And even though it's larger than the Video Mag HD, it's still very portable and packed with many of the features typically only found in large uh, desktop magnifiers. And she has the website here. It's aph.org slash product slash Juno. And then there's a picture of the device over here on the right. It's sitting on top of a book. And it looks really similar to the Video Mag HD. It's just larger. Uh, so you've got the 7-inch LCD touchscreen, and then that's got a nice bezel around it. Uh, it's actually a larger bezel than what's on the Video Mag HD. Got the barrel camera at the top, which we'll talk about a little bit more. And then on the left, you've got the power button at the top left, the up button in the middle, and then the down button on the right. And then on the right, or excuse me, the down button is the bottom left. Uh, and then the on the right, we've got a camera button at the top, and then a zoom in button in the middle, and then a zoom out button on the bottom. And then it's setting, the device is sitting there, it's got a fold out stand. So you can, you can fold that stand in and hold the device, or you can fold that stand out and then set the device down. So this is the specifications of the Juno. It's got a seven inch LCD touchscreen. It has high contrast buttons. The menus are all spoken aloud. You can also turn that off if you would like. Uh, up to 600 images can be stored on the device. Uh, like I said, it has a barrel camera, built-in stand, uh, magnification 2X to 30X. And then it has 24 color contrast modes an adjustable line and mask, OCR, and multiple reading views. One of the cool things about the 24 color contrast modes is you can quickly switch between those. And the other cool thing you can do is you can basically, let's say you don't need 24 color contrast modes. You only need maybe one or two or three or whatever it is you need. You can turn off all the others, and then you can just switch between the ones that are useful for you. I know the Juno a little bit better because I helped test this product. Uh, I know it a lot better than I know the other magnifiers. Um, so it has a barrel camera, HD autofocus camera. It rotates 180 degrees uh, to support four different camera positions. So there's a reading view, a distance view, a writing and hobby view, and then there's a self view. So just by twisting this camera and as you as you turn it it'll lock into the different positions that you want it to be in and you can you can have all these different options for looking at it so we talked already a little bit about the ocr um, but it's full page ocr you can also capture multiple pages and as i said navigate through the materials on those pages. I really do think they did a, a really great job with the OCR and I'm really impressed uh, with the quality of it. I haven't always been impressed with OCR. Coming from the transcription world, OCR is something we use uh, quite a lot and it, it, it's not always that great, uh, but they, they really did an amazing job here. Uh, so using the Juno for reading. So 
it's got multiple reading views. It has a snapshot mode and a teleprompter mode and a ticker tape mode. And so this goes back um, to that OCR capability of as it OCRs, you can have it present the material to you in these different ways. So, you know, say you want to just focus on one or two words at a time or a few words at a time, you can have it present those words and then you cycle through and you get the next set of words and everything's zoomed in and everything's clear and easy enough to read. Um, there's also zones, uh, text is separated by highlighted and numbered boxes so that you can quickly jump to the different sections. Uh, another neat thing, uh, like I said, APH, you know, our big focus is education. But another neat thing is our exam mode. Uh, it allows you to have a time-limited controls so a student can use the Juno magnifier during an exam. They would need a pin code to activate the exam settings. And then once it goes, you set an amount of time, and then the Juno is locked down to where it'll only magnify. They can't access anything they've saved on it, so they can't cheat. And then um, you either wait for the time to run out or you um, – put in the pin code to turn it off and you've got different options. So disallow transfer to USB transfer uh, from USB file, open file, save can't capture disallow recognition. You can turn it all off and on as you want. And so the, the Juno is priced. If you are using quota, if you're not familiar with quota, that's uh, something that's available to uh, from the federal government to ed, you know education K through twelve education. But if you're buying it with quota funds, it's one thousand one hundred and seventy seven dollars. What a memorable price! Uh, and if you're buying it with non quota funds, which is just you know regular money, uh, it is one thousand three hundred and ninety two dollars. And part of the, part of the reason the quota price is cheaper is because our quota customers tend to buy in bulk. So they're not just buying one Juno, they're buying, you know, 30, 50 Junos, whatever it might be. So we're able to offer them a uh, lower price. Were there any questions about the magnifiers before I jump into the Braille displays? Okay, we'll take a Phone number of three one seven of three one seven area code and ending in three one seven. Hi, I have a question about the Juno. You talk about the stand, so you would put a book underneath, and the stand is supporting the Juno. So you, how would you pan with that if you just wanted to use it to read without OCR? You know, you bring up a good point. Uh, I mean, I think one of the things about it is you would have, you have the stand and then like in the picture, they literally had the stand sitting on the book. And so while the stand's sitting on the book, the camera's um, viewing out over the stand, uh, getting the text. And so you would read the text and then you would reposition the Juno and then you could read the next section. So there would be, I think, some manual movement of either the, the barrel camera or the, the device itself in order to, to uh, do continuous reading without the OCR. You know the width left to right of the stand area? Um, I've got one here. Uh, it'll take me a moment to, to grab it, but I, I would say it's about, about six inches or so. Thank you. That was my question. 
Scott, you should be able to unmute. All right. Yes, I realize the Mac Mac Connect, I think it's called, is a uh, primarily a uh, magnification device. And but you did mention that it was an Android device as well. Does does it have any kind of of provision to enable talkback or possibly even uh, any kind of Braille support? It doesn't have uh, Braille support that I'm aware of, um, but you can enable TalkBack because Android is running underneath the hood and you can actually get out of the kind of local mode that it puts you in, the like contained mode it puts you in and fully just access Android. Access the Google Play Store and and also enable TalkBack as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we want to go to in person? Uh, what is the weight of the Juno? Is it, will it fit in the backpack? Will it uh, fit in a suitcase? Uh, how much does it weigh? It's very light, and if you'll give me one moment, I will pull up the exact the exact weight. It is one point two seven pounds. And here's our its dimensions. So its full dimensions are 8.2 inches by 6.9 inches. So I was pretty close uh, by uh, 10 inches or by, excuse me, by one inch, by one inch. It has 1.0 and I read it wrong. We have a phone number, area code 682, ending in 597. Well, this is Calandra. Yes, I have a question about the magnifier. Somebody mentioned uh, something about talking, you know, talk back, you know, back talk or something like that. Um, uh, what type of speech mode does it use? And if it uses any speech modes, will it read, you know, any personal information such as your mail to you? What was the last part of your question? I'm sorry. Does it read information such as your mail or any personal information that you have? Um, that's something I would have to, I mean, I think it would just work like a regular screen reader where it reads whatever you focus it on. Um, and as far as reading your personal information, uh, all of that happens uh, locally. So nothing's like it's not getting sent off to a server somewhere and then sent back to you. So your your information is secure, as secure as anything can be uh, when you're connected to the Internet. So it's all about not accessing websites you shouldn't access and, you know, not getting a virus if you go online. It's very secure. Okay, then we'll take Debbie. You should be able to unmute. And that's our last raised hand for now. Yes, if you're, I'm here in Louisville, and can you make appointments to see any of this equipment? Uh, yes, we do tours all the time, and so I mean, you could come in and just, you know, talk to them. And what they do during the tours, the kind of the first stop is our product showcase area, where they have a ton of our products. Um, I don't, it doesn't literally weigh a ton. <laughs> but they have a bunch of our products and you can if they if they don't have what you want to look at you can ask about it and they can go get it for you and you can look at it no my question was can you meet with someone to have them show it to you a little bit more one-on-one 
not in the tour. Um, yeah, I mean, that's something we can totally accommodate. It's not something we do all the time, but we can accommodate that. Thank you. Thanks, uh, everyone, for your, your questions. And so let's get into the Mantis Q40 and Chameleon 20. Um, I, I have a couple pictures of them up here. So I've got the Chameleon on the left. The Chameleon is a 20-cell Braille display. It is using traditional piezoelectric Braille cells. Um, the Braille cells have router keys above them. And these are just your standard, you know, great, dependable router keys that you're familiar with. Uh, if you've used, you know, just about any Braille display. Uh, and then, so you've got, you know, the in the middle of the display are, are the Braille cells. And then above them are the Perkins, is the Perkins style keyboard. So you've got your six dots and then kind of flanking those on the left and right are your dot seven and your dot eight. Uh, below the Braille cells are two space bars. Now, these space bars function as a single space bar. Um, so even though there's two of them, it's really just one space bar. So it doesn't matter if you press the one on the left or the one on the right or press them both at the same time. It's all the same key. Um, the chameleon also shows the front edge of the device in the picture, and the front edge is the same whether it's the chameleon or the mantis. And so that front edge um, is, you know, in the middle, we'll start in the middle is the home button, which is round. And then on the left are your, um, well, on the left and right are your, your thumb keys. So the buttons on the left go up and the buttons on the right go down. Um, the inner buttons will move you along the current line, and the outer buttons will move you to the next line. So those are the thumb keys. You can also, in this picture, on the right edge of the chameleon is the audio jack port, which we'll talk about a bit more later. And there's also the volume buttons, so up and down volume buttons. And the speaker is also located on the right edge. So it has a single speaker, and then you can also use the audio jack. Uh, not pictured on the left are the uh, USB-C port. The USB-C port, that's where you will charge the device. It's how you can connect the device to your computer to access the local files. It's, it's the easiest way to transfer files back and forth from your computer or Mac, your PC or your Mac, to the uh, device, uh, uh, vice versa. And to create. it's the easiest way to make folders, to move things within your folders. Uh, it's the way I, I prefer. The device has a file manager, uh, and that is a good thing. But it's, you know, it's never going to be as easy as, as just connecting it to your computer and doing it that way. So you've got the USB-C, then the power button, and then below that is the USB-A. And the USB-A is for external storage. You can do up to 64 gigs of external storage on the USB-A, so a thumb drive. And then on the front top edge, so the top edge, is uh, where you would put an SD card. And with an SD card, you can have an additional 64 gigs of storage. So between the two, you can have 128 gigs of storage. And that's on top of the 16 gigs of storage the device already has. 
So that's the that's the chameleon. The Mantis is a 40 cell Braille display. It has a QWERTY keyboard uh, instead of a Perkins keyboard. So you've got the 40 Braille cells, you've got the 40 router buttons, and then above them is this laptop style keyboard. Uh, so it's laptop style. So you've got the QWERTY keys, the number keys. It does not have a numpad. It doesn't have the delete, insert, home, end, page up, page down buttons. But I mean, you've got the the QWERTY keyboard, the numbers, the the function keys, arrow keys, uh, you know, basically everything you'd expect on a, a small size laptop. And this this helps us keep the size down. It's a very portable device. Uh, and then it has the same layout as the chameleon on the edges. So you've got the 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 home button and thumb keys on the bottom edge, USB-C, USB-A, and power on the, the left edge, and then SD card on the top edge. It does not have a speaker or an audio jack or volume buttons. So that's an important aspect of it. So that's uh, the physical descriptions of these two devices. And they're very similar. So, you know, as far as software, so I'll start by talking about what they have in common, uh, which is they both have an editor. So it's a basic editor. You can open lots of different file types. So Microsoft Word, PDF, BRF, BRL. uh, And then when you open them in the editor, if they're a Braille file type, they get back translated uh, for you to edit them. And then if you save them, they get saved as a TXT. So everything gets saved as a text file. Um, next, we've got the Braille editor. This is a new app. And with this, you can open a BRF or a BRL, and it'll stay as a Braille file. So you can edit it, and then it'll get saved as a BRF. Um, and uh, they both have a terminal app, which is how you access external devices. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And then we have the library. In the library, you can read a ton of different file types, including BRF, BRL, PEF, which is another Braille file type that isn't used very much in the United States, uh, HTML, Doc, DocX, RTF, DAISY, and PDF. Uh, Then we have the file manager that we talked about, uh, calculator, just a basic calculator. Uh, and then, and these, this is my favorite app is the, uh, online libraries. And with this, you can access Bookshare and NFB Newsline. So if you have a subscription to these services, you can sign in and with Bookshare, you can check out books and read them on your device. Uh, you can peruse their libraries in different categories. And with NFB Newsline, you can subscribe to different magazines and, and newspapers. And it will automatically, if you're connected to Wi-Fi, uh, go look for the latest issues, download them, and you can even set it to get rid of old issues. So if you're concerned about running out of space or just organization issues, you can have it get rid of old issues as you uh, get the latest. So there's a lot you can do uh, just locally with these devices. Now, the terminal, with the terminal, you can switch between up to five different Bluetooth devices plus USB. So you've got up to six different devices you can switch between. On Windows, we have support for JAWS and NVDA. And then Narrator is in development. Uh, On iOS, uh, you you can use VoiceOver on your iPhone, iPad, or iPod Touch. We also have voiceover support on Mac, and then we have support on Chromebook, but it's via USB only. 
And that's just because of, uh, that's Google. The, we use what is called the Braille HID standard. It's a new standard in connectivity for Braille devices. And Google hasn't, hasn't fulfilled their part of the bargain and they don't fully support it yet. And so it doesn't work with Android devices. If you're as upset about that as I am, I would encourage you to contact Google and remind them that they agreed to support this new Braille HID standard and they need to, to implement it on their devices. Uh, I think the Braille HID is a great thing. Uh, it's something I think the whole industry needs to move toward. And part of what's great about it is your Braille display when you're connected to a terminal, instead of being treated as a monitor, hey. you are treated as a keyboard. <laughs> and Just let me make sure I'm muted. And what's great about being treated as a keyboard is it means you can wake up the device. You don't have to be right next to your device. One of my coworkers uses his Mantis uh, from his um, um, Lazy Boy. Uh, his Mac is, you know, 15, 20 feet across the room. And he's just sitting there relaxing, using his Mac all day while he works. So next up, uh, we'll talk about some of the differences. So the the Mac, the Mantis, of course, has a QWERTY keyboard, which will be instantly familiar to folks. This has been a really popular product uh, for adults, uh, professionals, uh, and I think it's a great thing for, especially for people that have recently gone blind and maybe didn't grow up with a Perkins keyboard, and so maybe aren't as familiar with one. With this and with the tactile keys. Uh, that are you know distributed throughout the keyboard. It's much easier and instantly more instantly familiar to have that QWERTY keyboard. It also has a lot of different language options. So French, Canadian French, German, Czech, Brazilian, uh, Portuguese, Slovenian, Italian. I can go on Spanish. So there's a lot of different options. Um, it also has a terminal clipboard. Uh, with this terminal clipboard, you can be connected to a screen reader. You can bypass the screen reader to access local functionality. So that includes your battery status, your whatever the time and the date are. And you can also paste, you can have content you copied locally and paste it uh, through the terminal. There's also a start in terminal mode. Uh, say you don't want to mess with the local apps. Maybe that's not how you want to use the device most of the time. You can have it start in terminal and you can be connecting to your external device that much faster. There's also a government mode, which basically locks down the device. So it only works as a terminal via USB only. Uh, why would you want this? It's for people with very high security jobs, uh, you know, so government, healthcare, uh, that sort of thing. So if you want it in government mode, you have to tell us when you order it, we will put the device in government mode and then it can never be taken out of government mode. So it is stuck in government mode forever. If we allowed you to take it out of government mode, it wouldn't be very secure. Uh, next up is the Chameleon 20. These are the you know special things about the Chameleon. Uh, you know, the Perkins keyboard helps when you're learning Braille. Uh, I know a lot of folks prefer Perkins keyboards because they, you can type very fast. You don't have to travel, you know, out to find your place. You just stay right where you are and you just go up and down. Uh, it has a Spanish language option. Uh, it has a one-handed mode. And it, it now has text-to-speech. So the device now has text-to-speech in English and Spanish. And there's a ton of different ways you can use text-to-speech. So 
you can tailor it to your needs. If you want it to read every single thing you come across, it can do that. If you just want it to read occasionally when you need it to, it can do that as well. Um, real quick on the one-handed mode, it's a uh, neat how this works. Uh, when you're in one-handed mode, it makes spacebar the activator key. So you just go into settings, user settings, one-handed mode to turn it on. And then anything you want to send, you send it with the spacebar. So let's say you want to do a chord command. So you want to do, say, chord F. So you would do spacebar first because that's part of the hotkey. Then you would do dot one, dot two, dot four in any order. And then when you're ready to send the whole thing, you press spacebar again, and then that sends it. And now it sends all at once chord F, just as though you'd hit all the keys at once. So that can be really useful for folks that, that need a one-handed mode. The prices of these devices, the Mantis, if you buy it on quota, is $2,145. On non-quota, it is $2,682. And then the chameleon on quota is $1,392. And then on non-quota, it is $1,715. I'm not sure how much time I have left. I, I hope I haven't gone over. Uh, but if there's questions and there's time, I would love to answer them. David. So, David, you should be able to unmute. Thanks, Maria. Um, hey, William. I have a question regarding the Mantis. I'm sure you get this quite a lot, so uh, forgive me for that. Do you anticipate that at some point it may have native support for BARD? Um, that's something we're exploring, um, and it's something I would like to get on the device, but it's something we're looking at. So, yeah, it's something I would really like to have on it. Did, what was the reason why that was initially omitted uh, from the device? Do you know, or are you able to to talk about that? I, I can't really go into it. Um, Understood. I've, I've already said too much. Understood. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll look forward to it. And thanks for thanks a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I should say. So my email is w freeman f r e e m a n at aph dot org. Uh, and Justine's is jtaylor at aph.org. So J-T-A-Y-L-O-R at aph.org. If, if you know someone's name and they work at APH, you also know their email. So it's, Actually, very, easy, it's very easy to get a hold of us. Actually, William, uh -huh. I think, I think J Justine's is actually J.S. Taylor. Oh, you might be right. That's, what, no, that's the email I've been going back and forth with. Yeah, with. you're probably right. Um, she might have got me. She might be like one of the few exceptions. <laughs> there might have been another. Maybe they thought James Taylor was going to show up. <laughs> yeah. Harry, we do have a question here in the room. Um, yes. On the Mantis, if they don't have the delete key and page up, page down, those, how do you do those functions? Um, there's different ways. I mean, there's hotkeys that you can do to get around not having those. And what you'll do is like when you're using your screen reader, uh, you'll put your screen reader in laptop mode. So one of the things that happens there is it'll use caps lock instead of insert. Um, so even though you're missing keys, I actually really like um, 
I really like that having that QWERTY keyboard when using a screen reader, just because, you know, no offense to the screen readers, but the using a screen reader with a Perkins keyboard can be a real pain because of all the different navigation hotkeys and how few keys you have to work with. Whereas with a QWERTY, all that's basically built in because they already support that. And so navigating is really, really easy with the Mantis just because of all that built-in support that's already there. Okay, but say I have it hooked up to an iPhone, then I don't, you know, the screen reader isn't there. I don't have it hooked up to a computer. So what would I do? Well, with the with the iPhone, there's voiceover. So you 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 would oh, use voiceover. Okay, so I'd use voiceover instead. Yeah, and I mean, there are keyboard hotkeys with the iPhone as well, like even outside of voiceover. But if you're using voiceover, you've got all of the built-in hotkeys. And they also have, on the later versions, um, they basically let you customize the keyboard. So you can go in, and it has a list of all the different functions. And then you just activate the function you want to edit. And then you can put in a new key combination for that function. Um, And yeah, it's really handy and useful. Uh, It does make it hard if someone's changed all of their own hotkeys and you're trying to work with them. It's like, uh, what did you change it to? Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Okay, next on Zoom, we have Brooke. Hi, apologize for the lawnmower in the background. Um, (laughs) So I just want to make sure I'm understanding with the Mantis, because I'm interested in a a device that can link to Bookshare and that I can um, read with a Braille display. I don't need to be connected with a computer or iPhone to independently access Bookshare on the Mantis, correct? Correct. Uh, so it's both devices. You you connect the device to Wi-Fi, so the Mantis or the Chameleon, you connect it to Wi-Fi, and then you've got the, the online library app, and then in there is Bookshare. You sign in. Okay. You have to be online to, to access the books, you know, to download them. But then once you download them, you're good. You don't have to be on Wi-Fi anymore, and you okay. can just read at your, your leisure. And then I can read that with the Braille display and completely disable the speech. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And then one follow follow up question, really quickly. I'm always I've never used the Braille to, Braille note taker with a QWERTY keyboard before. Um, does the manual come in Braille, or is there is it only the online one? The manual is on the device in Braille. Okay. And Thank then you. yeah, <laughs> and we also have a BRF you can download. So if okay. you want to emboss it, you can just download that BRF and emboss it. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, Next, we have Tim. Tim, you should be able to unmute. I know that you said with the chameleon, you can hook it up in terminal mode. Can you also um, hook it up to the computer so that the computer will see it as a drive so you can copy files back and forth from the computer to the chameleon? Yes. So, yeah, they both have a mass storage mode. So it's, it's automatic as long as you allow it. You know, when you plug it into Windows, it'll say, what do you want to do with this? And you just pick, you know, view you view files and folders. And then, you know, you just do that the first time. And then it'll from that point forward, every time you plug it into your computer, it'll bring it up just like a thumb drive. And you can add folders. You can move things around internally. You can move them from the device to Windows and vice versa. Oh, and great. you can also do it on Mac. So with Mac, it's not native. But we've got all the files and instructions you need to do to set it up available on the shop page. Great. Thank you very much. 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, I often heard about the different prices of the uh, Braille keyboards, but my question is, what if you, you get it and you have no way of connecting it? Can, do you have to have internet? in order to use a brand display like that, because I can't think of anything. You, they talk about Wi-Fi and stuff like that, but do you have to have internet in order to use it? Uh, no, you don't. So the device will come. Um, it has the option to connect to Wi-Fi, but the only thing you need Wi-Fi for is automatic updates, and to use the uh, online libraries. If you're not interested in the online libraries, then all that leaves is automatic updates. So if you don't have internet connection, you can update the device manually. Um, at some point, you would need internet to, to get the file, but the files are on the shop page at aph.org, so the Mantis page and the Chameleon page. And so you could just go to the library, with your thumb drive, you know, plug it in, download the files, put them on your thumb drive, and then plug that into the chameleon or whatever, the mantis, and then it'll update from there. So you don't actually need Wi-Fi to use the device. It's just an optional thing. It just makes it uh, a little more convenient. Uh, next from Zoom, we have Beth. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for the great presentation. And I would like to ask about the keys on the QWERTY keyboard of the Mantis. I don't know if you're familiar with the old, really old unit called the Type Light, but they were really squished together. And I couldn't, I could use it, but it wasn't very comfortable. So could you please speak about the squished together? keys, which you usually at least used to find on laptops with the Mantis. Thank you. Okay, yes. So these keys are the same size as just any keyboard. Like I've got a, just a, a standard uh, Logitech keyboard that's sitting in front of me that I use all day for work. Uh, and the keys are the same size, uh, at least the surface area of the keys. So the, the big difference, I guess, between the Mantis keys and this Logitech is um, the Logitech keys are taller. Um, so the, the Mantis keys are short, like you find on a laptop, but they are in no way uh, squished together. So that's not, a, that's not a worry that I think you'll, you'll need to, to worry about. Uh, everything really, like it does have, there's some tactileness to the keys. So, you know, the tab and caps lock and shift are all, uh, you know, uh, wider than the other keys, you know, as they are on a traditional keyboard and same with the enter key. And then you've got the kind of tactile arrow keys over in the bottom right corner. Um, and then there's tactile markers like on escape and F4 and F, F8 and F12 and F and J. So there's different tactile markers that can help you orient yourself when you're using the device too. Uh, Todd, you should be able to unmute. Um, my question is this. 
Are you at liberty to tell us what keyboard controls you would use to do things like page up and page down, or are you not at liberty to discuss that? If if not, then I apologize. But you know, I, I'm just sort of curious what kind of key, keyboard commands you would use if you weren't doing if you weren't doing a page up or page down. You know, if a keyboard doesn't have that, what what sort of keyboard commands would you use? Um. That's a good question, and I know that the keys exist, uh, but I don't know them off the top of my head, and so I, I I would need to look them up. So I would ask you to please email me at wfreeman at aph.org, and it'll take me like five or ten minutes, and I'll look them up, and I'll tell you uh, in email. But it, it varies from screen reader to screen reader, and then I don't know the keys right off. It's not something I do a whole lot on the device. Uh, and so I can't quite remember what they are literally when you're inside of the library or the editor. Um, the library and the editor have a pretty robust navigation system that allows you to navigate files in different ways. So you can place bookmarks, you can jump by heading if the file has headings. Uh, and so there's a lot of different ways you can get around inside of a file locally. and then externally it's dependent on the screen reader so there's a lot of different options okay sarah you're next okay i have a question um i'm interested in a 40 cell keyboard but you're saying that the mantis only does only has a um a, a qwerty keyboard and my other question is for for the other one i forgot what it's called but you can remember anyway um is there a way that I can, if I were to order one, could I get an audio listing of the shortcut commands? Oh, yes. Uh, great question. Um, so the Mantis is only a, it's a QWERTY keyboard only. We don't have a 40 cell option with a Perkins style keyboard. Um, so I'm sorry that we don't have that if that's what you're looking for, which is what I, I sort of understood the question to be. Uh, and then as far as audio documentation, I'm so glad you mentioned this because I forgot to mention it myself. But if you go to the Mantis shop page, we have audio documentation that was recorded by Mystic Access. And it's really well done. It walks you through every single app, everything you can do on the device. And it's really very thorough. They, we just had a big 2.0 update and they are updating that documentation for the 2.0 update. And they are also finalizing the recording of similar documentation for the chameleon. So we'll soon have audio documentation for both devices that you are free. You know, it's free to download and listen to um, APH, uh, you know, paid for the documentation so that you, you don't have to. All right, Kathy, you should be able to unmute. My question is this. Uh, I use an e-reader and for my BARD things. And is there a book out that teaches you the contractions and things so that you can do text? So like teaches you how to do Braille? Yeah, like contracted the, the, braille. Yes, like the braille, like uh, with I, I've got mine. Um, no. With my, uh, no. Okay. Uh, okay. All right, you can go ahead and answer that. 
Yeah. Um, so this is actually one of the places where we know that there's a deficiency. Uh, there's a lot of products to teach Braille to children, and there aren't a ton of products to teach Braille to adults. And so I think I can tell you that we, I can't go into specifics because we're still early, but we are working. I am actually one of my products that I'm working on is a web app that teaches Braille to people that can already read print. And so that that's going to be, it'll be free and it can be, it's going to be for TVIs and paraprofessionals that are in training. And then also for adults that, uh, you know, lost their sight later in life and didn't learn Braille as a child. Uh, and then also for parents that want to support their children that read Braille. So that's something we're working on and we will have. And so it'll be perfect to use with a Braille display. You would, you know, use your terminal, use your screen reader, access this website, and you could learn Braille uh, that way. And I'm really, really excited um, to be working on it, but I, I can't go into too many specifics about it because we, we don't have, we don't have a contract yet, but the other, the other folks are also very excited. So I think we'll be fine. That is really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. And Constance. Uh, yes. Um, I just have two quick questions. Uh, you mentioned the Android issue. What about uh, makers like Samsung who have a little bit different system of Android, is there any breakthrough there? And secondly, uh, is there any scrolling capability when you're reading books so you don't have to do the next 20 or 40 cells by hand? Thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, that's a good point about Samsung. Samsung, you know, they are Android-based, but they are in kind of their own uh, their own little ecosystem. There haven't been any breakthroughs there, but that is that it would be a good way to help us shame <laughs> shame Google into doing what they need to do uh, is perhaps getting Samsung uh, to support us. Um, so yeah, that's something we should, you know, look at too. Um, as far as auto scroll, I'm so glad you mentioned that because yes, both devices have auto scroll. And so you can set the auto scroll, you can set the speed that you want it to auto scroll, and then you can initiate it with a hotkey and then pause it with a hotkey. Uh, and it also works in conjunction with speech. So if you want to have it auto scroll while in speak, every time it auto scrolls, you can do that. That's of course optional. If you don't want it to do that, you know, don't, you know, don't set it to do that and you'll be fine. Uh, so yeah, I'm really glad you mentioned that it does have auto scroll, both devices. Um, thank, thank you all so much for your questions. I really love uh, speaking to the folks at ACB, you guys are so engaged and interested and you have so many questions. And if you want to reach out to me, my email again is wfreeman at aph.org. And I would also like to ask uh, if you really want to be uh, very helpful, if you just search for uh, uh, APH surveys, that will bring up the take a survey page uh, for the American Printing House. And then right on that page at the very top are two surveys for Braille displays. So one is a very, very short survey. It's so few questions, it'll take you no time at all to take. The other is another short survey, but that one is for to schedule, uh, basically to say that you're interested in meeting with us as a part of a focus group. So if you want to have an impact on the Braille displays that we are making at APH, just search for surveys, APH, at the very top of the page, 
uh, you know, the take a survey page will be these two Braille display surveys. Just click on them, activate them. And from there, uh, please, you know, give us your feedback. And we're really looking forward to hearing from you. And with that, William, I want to thank you very, very much for yeah. doubling up. <laughs> <laughs> Justine owes you. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you all so much. Thank and- you so much for joining us this afternoon. And um, I'm glad we got a chance to get some Q&A in with it. And go enjoy the holiday weekend now. Yeah, you all too. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye now. Well, folks, I'm slightly rearranging the agenda. So I'm putting on next will be uh, Jay from AT Guys. And they've got a whole lot of things and items that uh, I think everyone is, uh, will find of interest. Jay, I want to welcome you to the CCLVI Bits Vendor Showcase. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So happy to to be here and uh, be in Nebraska. I'm looking forward to seeing everyone in Lincoln. Wait, wait. Oh, um, no, as you can hear, I'm not there yet. I'm actually about an hour away. So I'm going to about to do this and grab a ride and I will be over there uh, by tomorrow uh, for the exhibit hall along with uh, Michael Babcock, who many of you know as well. Uh, so we will be running the booth. In fact, it'll be his first time with us at the booth. Very excited for that. We are at booth 26 in person. And of course, everything we talk about, you can order on our website as well, virtual. So I will give our coupon codes and things like that first. And I'll also give it at the, at the end, just so people have it. So what you can do is you can go to atguys.com and you can order whatever you want. Now, if you're in person and you want to just get ahead of everything and order now and pick it up at the booth, the code is ACB22. So that's all you do. Just put in that coupon code. It'll be on. It's going to, it's, it's kind of, it'll ask you for shipping and then, but don't worry about that. Your time is not going to be shipped to you. You're going to pick it up there and you're going to put in code ACB22. And just about everything that we have on our website, we can have for you at the convention. If for some reason we don't have it, we will find a way to get it to you. We won't charge you for the shipping. If you're not coming, that's okay. We have a code convention 22. So that will be good through July 15th. So I say that because I know this week with conventions can be really busy and we're probably not going to have a lot of people answering the phones. So it might take you a couple of days or take us a couple of days to return your phone call. Um, or take care of your order. So the code is convention2022, all one word. And that is good for free shipping on any order of $99 or more for anyone in the U.S. or any shipping address in the U.S. That's good through July 15th. So ACB22, if you're coming to booth, pick it up in booth 26 or convention2022 if you want it sent to you. Um, a couple more things in person. We're going to do a free gift. With every purchase of $100 or more, that's going to be anything from, you know, maybe memory cards or an extra cable or maybe just something fun, like some candy or something. But we'll, we'll make sure it's something that you like to kind of throw in for a little extra. We appreciate you, certainly those of you that are coming by the booth. And then if you're not ready to order yet and you want to get your hands on things first, we totally get that. That is why we are here. We love coming to conventions. We love bringing our products with us to show you and to let you buy and take with you. So... Uh, without further ado, let's talk about some of the current and new uh, products that are out there 
that we will have at the booth. Starting with the Blind Shell 2. Now, the Blind Shell 2 is the second generation Blind Shell cell phone that came out last fall. There's been a lot of improvements made. So this is a simple but smart phone. It's a phone that has physical buttons. So every button on the phone you can touch, you can feel the numbers, the send button, the end button, uh, everything you can touch. It has a headphone jack, and not a lot of phones have a headphone jack anymore. But it still has a lot of modern features as well. So if you want to just make phone calls and do text messages, that's totally fine. You don't have to do anything else in the world. You can do it by uh, just typing. You can use the menus. You can use voice dictation. If you want to do a little more, say you want to have your email on the phone or a weather app, you can do that as well. Now, there are apps that you can get for the phone that are free that come with it. Now, not every app. And the reason not every app is because we want apps that are going to work and they're going to work well. But there's a couple new ones, especially. So in addition to Internet Radio and YouTube and uh, a couple messaging apps, Facebook Messenger, one of the brand new ones that just got announced and will be coming out in the next few weeks is Ira. So you will be able to use Ira on the Blind Shell too. You can also use Be My Eyes as well. So those apps are great apps. You can use them on the phone. Now, if there's an app that we don't have yet, just let us know. And, you know, we can't make any promises, but they're, they've been adding a lot of features. In fact, an update just came out a couple of days ago that lets you uh, do texts while you're on a call and do some other things like that. So they were always updating the phone with lots of new features. Now, what can you use it with? Currently, the most, uh, the easiest carrier is T-Mobile. It also will work with a lot of prepaid carriers, which are really, really cheap. I actually have our demo phone on a carrier called Tello, T-E-L-L-O, and I'm paying seven bucks a month for just a simple plan, 500 minutes, 500 texts, or maybe it's something like that, and then you know a gig of data for under 10 bucks a month. So you do not have to spend a lot of money for cell phone service. Um, if you want to, you don't have to. Um, so, you know, obviously we're working on getting other carriers, but right now we can tell you it definitely works with T-Mobile. It works with things like Straight Talk and, uh, you know, Consumer Cellular, those like that. And exactly those. The phone itself is 489 It comes in two colors, black or red, and we have various cases as well. There's also some accessories such as a beep. So that is an item locator. So you can put a beep on your luggage or... Your kid. No, you can put it on whatever you want, and, and then you can page uh, whatever it is from your phone, and it will beep, and you can uh, you can find the, the thing that you're trying to find. So that's the blind show. The Versa is the paperless Braille slate. We started these last summer, and they have been taking off. What do I mean by a paperless slate? Well, it's essentially it's entirely mechanical. It's a slate that has little pins on it. So instead of punching through paper, you're going to take your stylus, and you're going to punch these little pins, and they will go from the front. To, uh, that you know the side that you're punching on to the back. So then you flip it over and you can read exactly what you just wrote, and it will lock there and stay there until you press a button to delete what you just wrote. So it's really cool for a quick note. Say you're on your phone and then someone's giving you a phone number. Well, it can be a little tricky sometimes to write that down. Well, if you're a decent Slate user, you can Slate it, and then it will stay there as long as you want it to. There's no file storage. Remember, it's entirely mechanical. So you can take that information. You can then copy it off later on if you want to, or you can just press the buttons and wipe it. So it's kind of like the uh, the Etch-A-Sketch for uh, blind slates. Four lines of 20 cells is the full-size model, and it comes with a nice mechanical stylus. That's 120. For 60 bucks, you can get the tiny two-cell 
or I'm sorry, two line, 12 cell version. So 24 cells total for 60 bucks. That has a smaller little plastic stylus. Also really cool for people learning Braille or practicing Braille or practicing slate is you're not going to go through all sorts of paper. You can just kind of keep slating and slating. We've been calling it the, the Braille fidget spinner a little bit as well because you can kind of just, you know, be punched, you know, whatever and keep doing it if you want to as well. We have a light detector. This is new. It just got this last week. It's called the Adele portable light detector. Can you hear that? So I'm pointing it up towards the sky. If I put my hand in front of it. I'm blocking the light. Um, so I'm not sure how well that comes through on the microphone there, but um, you can hear the light detector. So it's a tiny little device, probably a little oval, about two, three inches long. There's that one single button on the top that you press it and that you can hear the light. Um, I've pointed it on smaller things like lights on the speakers that we sew at my monitor, and it will definitely recognize those types of lights. Just a, a simple on and off switch. And it takes a coin cell battery. It also has a little keychain as well that you can hang it from your keychain if you like. We have them. They're just 25 bucks. These shocks. So shocks, Aftershocks is a brand that many of you might be familiar with. These are bone conduction or open ear headphones. They're actually just called shocks now, S-H-O-K-Z. So these have been getting better and better over the years. And a lot of the things that, you know, maybe were was disturbing several years ago are, you know, they've definitely done a lot of work to improve these. Uh, these are headphones that are designed to go around the back of your head and they sit in front of your ear on your cheekbone, but they don't cover your ear. So you can hear everything around you and you can still hear the headphones. My favorite new pair is called the Open Calm. This one has a really good microphone. It's a little boom arm microphone that comes down from your left ear and it kind of swivels. You can pull it down in front of you. So I've been at the airport with the boarding announcements behind me and I've been on the phone and people cannot hear that behind me, but they can hear the headset. They can hear what I'm saying. So we have that, the OpenCom for $159. The lower end model, if you just kind of want to try this out and get into this and see if you like bone conduction, is the Open Move, and that is $79.95. Uh, we also we have a different style of headset called the Storm. That is a one-ear headset. So it starts on your left or right ear. You can wear it either way. So it's like a fuller cup, like a big ear cup. Comes over the top of your head. And then when it would come to the other ear, the band just stops. So it's one ear, and it's kind of like if someone were to take a knife and cut off the headset at the other ear. And it also has a boom microphone. And this one also has really, really good noise cancellation. It's designed for truckers. But we think it's also really good for people who just like to make a lot of phone calls, want to have something really comfortable. It pairs with Bluetooth to your phone or other device. And that's available as well uh, for $119.99. We have new accessible power banks. I don't know how many people have asked us for a new accessible power bank. And we're so happy to have one back. In fact, we have two of them back. These are going to sell fast. So we have uh, your power banks are what's designed to, if you charge your phone, say you're in the middle of general session or you're just on a bus or something, you can't find an outlet. It's so much easier just to plug your phone or anything else that has a USB into the device. And what you do is you press the button on the side here. And you heard it via beep and vibrate two times. So that tells me this bank is 50% full right now. If it were to vibrate four times and beep four times, it'd be 100% full. One time, 25%, 375, et cetera. So the idea being, you know how much power is left in the power bank. If you just buy one of these regular power banks from a, a store, you're not going to get that feature. That's the big important feature that separates these. So... You can charge your iPhone, you can charge your Victor Stream, you can charge your, you know, your brilliant BI20X or your Chameleon. So many things you can charge off of this little power bank. 
We have two sizes. There's the 10,000 milliamp. So that means you could charge your phone about three times. And it's about the size of your phone, maybe a little bit longer, about five, six inches long and about a less than an inch thick. That one is 75 bucks. Now, if you're the type of person that wants a lot of power, you can get the 20,000 milliamp for 99 bucks and that will charge your phone about six times. And you can plug in anything into a regular USB type A port or the USB type C port. Now, if you don't know what those mean, A and C and all these letters, that's what we're here for. We're here, we'll tell you, you just tell us what you have and what you're trying to charge and we will make sure we get you the right power bank. We also have cables too. We have lots of charging cables and things like that this year. So let's let us know what you need. We'll get you what you need. We have a USB headset. So if you're doing a lot of Zoom calls, the V7 USB headset might be the thing to think about. It's a nice sounding microphone, also a boom mic, and it covers both ears, or sits on both ears rather, and plugs into a USB port on your computer or an iPad. So that's $39.95. We have, um, so, so going through headsets, we have wireless earbuds. So if you're more of an earbud person, you like the little ones that go in your ears, we have the thing called the fly buds. So these can go in one ear or they can go in both ears. These are designed for music, especially that that's what they're best for up to 60 hours of battery life off the charging case. $69.95. One more headset. Oh, just kidding. Two more headsets. The Quiet Plus is a noise canceling. This is a two ear headset. goes over your ears. This one can be wireless Bluetooth or can actually be wired as well. So this one you can do either way. Again, really good for music. That's what this one is designed for. $79.95. And sleep phones. So at night, if you want a pair of headphones that you can lie with and you want them to be comfortable, get the sleep phones. They're a Bluetooth headset with a nice little band, cloth band, and you can rest with them and they will be comfortable. So they're $99.95. Let's get off of headsets. A couple, a couple other things before we do questions here. We have the, still have the pluggable folding keyboard. This is our tri-fold Bluetooth or wired keyboard that you can connect to your phone or your computer. It does have a number row, it has function keys, and then it has arrow keys. So I know if, I have, if you have an iPhone or an Android, it's really cool to have a keyboard because you can type a lot faster than you can using this attached typing on the phone. So that's available. As soon as you unfold it, it turns on. As soon as you fold it, it turns back off. $59.95. We have the troll oh, speakers, Bluetooth speakers. Yes. The Stormbox Pro. So we have two speakers. The one that some of you might have gotten from the last time that we saw you all was the regular Stormbox speaker. That's a smaller one, 24 watts of sound. Uh, it has a line-in plug. So if you're trying to plug in wired things, like say your Victor Stream, you can do that with the regular Stormbox speaker. And so it's a nice size for a smaller room, absolutely. $69.95. Now, if you want the speaker, the louder speaker, I have taken it to session rooms of 100 people and not put this thing on the microphone. You can hear it in the back of the room. It's a nice speaker. It's 40 watts of sound. Nice, uh, big cylindrical. This kind of stands about six inches tall. It's still portable enough to put in a suitcase. So, and in fact, if you want to go crazy, you can buy two of them and connect them together. You have stereo sound. That is the Stormbox Pro for one nineteen ninety five. Now, if you don't remember the names of these things, that's fine. Just tell us what you think you heard, and we'll point you in the right direction. Way Around is really cool. If you haven't played with Way Around, these are tags that you can use to label just about anything. So there are stickers that you can put on items. There are buttons that you can either sew on or pin on your clothes. There's clips and there's magnets. So we will have the Way Around packs available. Now, let me know, you know, the starter pack, which has 60 tags, 
um, is going up to sixty nine ninety five. It actually is supposed to go up to that price today, but I'm not going to raise the price until after the convention. Okay, so this is your last chance to get the starter pack for the current price of sixty two ninety five while supplies last. If you just want to kind of dip your toe in the water to weigh around, we have a tiny little starter pack that gives you one of each tag, and that's going to be available for twelve ninety five. Now, any of the other tags you can buy for about a dollar a piece. They come in packs of twenty five. And all you do is get the free WayAround app for your iOS or Android device, and then you can use WayAround. There's a couple more here. The We do sell uh, USB sound cards and adapters. These are little cards you can plug into your computer. Uh, we are a dealer for the Victor Trek for humanware, as well as Duxbury. So if you're looking for those items, we can get them. We have a couple hubs. We have the pluggable USB-C hub. So this is for newer laptops, Macs. Lenovo's surfaces and some others, uh, Dell laptops that have a USB type C port. That's a smaller USB port. And what you do is you plug in this hub and it will give you three regular USB ports, a micro SD card slot, an SD card slot, an HDMI slot, and a power pass through. You can get all that for $29.95. Now, if you're looking for a little kind of travel charger or travel thing that you can plug in, Get our little pluggable travel charger. You plug it into the wall, and what it will give you is two outlets, two regular outlets, and three high-speed USB ports. And it's about a three or four-foot cable. So great to kind of for your hotel, absolutely. Uh, $29.95 for that. And like I said, we have tons and tons of cables. So lightning cables, USB cables, and various types. We have them as well. We sell our screen reader voices. We have all sorts of other stuff. So again, I'll give those codes. ACB22. If you want to buy it tonight, pick it up tomorrow. Even if you're at the hotel and you want to just in the evening, you know what you figured out what you wanted, you're ready to put the order in, you can do it from your room and then just come down the next day and then say, yep, I put in the pre-order and we got you. We will pull it up for you and we will get it to you. ACB22 is to pick up in person. If you are virtual, convention22 is the code. Convention2022 is the code. For free shipping on $99 or more. Again, that's for U.S. customers through the 15th of July. ATGuys.com is our website. Our phone number, again, please leave a message and realize that we are all traveling this week. So it's going to take a few days for us to get back to you, but we will get back to you. So the phone number, and I'll repeat this, 269-216-4798. Again, that's 269-216-4798. Four seven nine eight, and of course you can email us as well. Support at atguys.com. Booth twenty six, one p.m. Central tomorrow. Looking forward to seeing all of you in Omaha, not Lincoln, Nebraska. And I'm ready for any questions. <laughs> all right, then we'll go to Zoom. Let's go to Viola. You should be able to unmute. Hi, JJ. How are you? Hey, what's up, Viola? Um, have ordered from you before, and we. I'm just buying a new washer and it has lots of lights on it. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested in that light probe. Does it, is it um, the, the light probe that, that you have, is it where the light comes out? Is it flat? Um, I had one once that had a, like a little, oh, like a little pointer where you could actually get the light probe right onto the light and, you know, it had a little. So what's it like? Is the, the part where the light probe, the light probe comes out, is it like a hole? 
And how big is the hole, if that's what it is? Yeah, so it's, it is, there is not an, an absolutely defined spot, but the part that is uh, where the light is transmitted inward, for lack of a better way of saying it, is kind of on the end. It's a pretty short, rounded end, about an inch wide. So if I put my palm to it, I can cover it up really quickly. Um, I would say it's probably less than an inch wide. Um, you probably certainly could put like a little etching on that little spot. I can kind of feel it in the middle if I use my fingernail. Um, so the whole, the tiny hole is kind of right there in the center. And I definitely haven't been able to put it probably with a little bit of practice and kind of get it towards an led or right. something to so that effect. It's not on the large flat side. It's Correct. It's on, on the, the short end, end opposite of Perfect. where the keychain ended. Yep. Yes. I need to order one of those All right, and maybe I'll order three or four because, um, where I was getting them, they it's kind of disappeared. Thank you very much. No, a lot no problem. of these washers are not accessible. So yes, absolutely. Help. Anything we can do to help. Thank you. Uh, I believe that we, uh, Jane is next. Jane, you should be able to unmute. Hi. Um, I have a question. Okay. I bought um, voices for NVDA and uh, I don't know, in 2015 about seven <laughs> years ago now um it i bought the vocalizer voices for at that time it was 115 dollars, and now that windows has updated and i have uh 10 and 11 those voices aren't uh, working anymore is there a way for me to upgrade to i guess i have to buy another yeah i'm not aware you're talking about the older um, both vocalized voice, which we don't longer so, and I'm not. We were trying to reach out to them to see if they had uh, created an update uh, for the latest version of NVDA because we know the Code Factory ones do, but obviously that is, we started selling them probably 2016 or 17. Um, we'll, we'll certainly try to. I've reached out to them. I can certainly try to reach out to him again. You know, obviously we try to keep uh, you know provide updates as long as we're able. I mean, if not, I'll, I'll have to spend the an additional um, hundred fifteen. Well, it wouldn't be one hundred and fifteen um, if you got the NVDA one at sixty nine. Oh no, this was uh, well. You used to offer one well, that wasn't a combo. It was yes. just yeah. So if you want the voices, the the one that just works with NVDA vocalizer and eloquence, that combo is currently sixty nine bucks. Um, I'm talking about the ones that weren't a combo. You used to buy them. Yeah, 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 yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I will look into them again and see if they do have an, I do not, I'm looking at their website right now and I don't see an update. Um, if you want, send us an email. We can probably, since I know that kind of puts you in a spot, send us an email. We can probably get you a little bit of a discount so you're coming from that old version. Um, I have a question about the Blindshell phone. Yes. Uh, I want to know is it does it work on anything above 3G? Yes. Yep. The new version will work on everything uh, VOLTE or 4G. Now, sometimes people ask about 5G, and 5G is an emerging technology that's just coming out the next year or has come out the last year or so, which is not supported here, but do not let that stop you. The 4G support is going to be around until about the end of the decade. So you are plenty good with 4G at this point. There's not going to be another mass shutoff in the next year or so. So it does support um, what most phones are currently using for, for cell service. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. 
Okay, I'm going to jump in with a quick question about mm-hmm. the since we're on the blind show. Will it take the MLB app? Um, that one is not currently available. I mean, but we always can add it onto the list of ones that potentially uh, could could work. Okay, thank I you. Do have, I do happen to use that app personally. So I know, I know, I know <laughs> so that app can be right. I know it's fairly. So does my husband, and that's his whole thing about getting the <laughs> whether that's or not fair. to get the show. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, hi. My name's Hannah, and I just had two questions regarding the light detector you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, um, what was the price on that again? Twenty-five bucks. Twenty-five, you said? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Of shipping, 25. which isn't that much. Okay, so twenty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. And do you think that it would detect like a very, very tiny LED light on like a coffee maker? Mm, that's a good question. I have not tried a coffee maker yet. I should. I did the light on one of the speakers that we sell, and it kind of gave a low buzz, but at least it was something different than than zero. Um, you know, I, I certainly can. can I'm, we're going to try some more things, and I think Michael's working on a demo for it as well. So I'm, I'm sure. I know he's got a coffee maker. So uh, <laughs> I think he's listening over at the airport right now, waiting for his flight to Omaha. So maybe we'll take a note of that and see. Uh, how that works. So feel free to call us or email in and we can report back on that one. Or maybe I can find one at the hotel. I'm sure there's one in the room. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, next, we're going to have Tony. Hey, Jay. How you doing? Hey, Tony. All right. I'm doing fine. I was at Booth 26 virtually today. All right. Cool. <laughs> and bought a few tools. But I had a question about the Blind Shell Classic. I'm teaching somebody right now. And what we couldn't figure out yesterday was she was trying to do her email address and we could not figure out where the at symbol was. I, I believe we, it's, yeah, I think it's on the, on the one. We, we checked there and it didn't, we went through each and we couldn't find it there. We it's buried, yeah, it's buried like eight or 10 deep um, on that. Um, if, if you can't find it, let us know. Okay. And then uh, we will. My phone's running off at the yapper. I couldn't make up what you were telling me here. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, we'll track that down for you. Oh, okay, great. I think my email address is in here, so. All right, go ahead, Nancy. You should be able to unmute. Oh, great. A big truck goes by right as I'm supposed to unmute. Okay. <laughs> I don't, we don't I'm hear you. I understand the way way around works because. Yeah. Um, so it's not a Braille label or something. So how does it work? I mean, you have an app and you have this tag. So how do you label? How does it work? Sure. So you're going to you can take these tags, right? Say it's a sticker and you can put it on wherever you want to put it on. And then what you'll do is you open the way around app on your phone. You have an iPhone? Mm, yes. Okay. So you're going to open the way around app. You're going to tap the tag. Actually, you're going to uh, select the right. There's, there's a couple options. One that says read and one that says write. So you're going to select write. And then you're going to tap your phone to the tag and you know, then you will fill out the, whatever you want to uh, put on there. So you just use dictation right. or text or whatever. So you can just say something really short, like blue shirt, or right. you can go into vast detail about everything. You could write an essay about your shirt. if you like to. <laughs> And then next time you go back to the phone, you just tap the tag again. You, you know, when you go to read and then it will read back whatever you put. And the cool thing is it saves it in the cloud. So if you do ever switch phones, or if, say, um, you know, you and a partner actually want to share tags or whatever, totally fine. You can um, 
go ahead and do that, and you can be have access to the same account if you'd like as well. So you can keep so you rewriting. Just, yeah, you just touch the tag to the phone mm-hmm. itself. Exactly, they're NFT. Just, you ever done Apple Pay? Yes. Same well, idea. no, no, I've actually never same done idea. Apple Pay. Yeah, I've never done it. Like when you touch it to the reader, I've never done that. But yeah, okay. All right. Well, thank you very. Um, no problem. By the way, um, I, Michael is over at the airport. He says the at sign is 11 presses of the number one, and it's right after the right parentheses. <laughs> so, thank you so much, Michael. For I knew he would know. Uh, Jenna, you should be able to unmute. Okay, so do you have like any other iPhone um, products that you guys sell? What are you looking for specifically? What types of products? Like, um, I guess, like, in terms of, like, stylus, or do you guys have, like, any other, like, apps that were on the Blind Shell 2 that I can get on the iPhone? Well, they're two separate things. So the iPhone is the iPhone and the Blind Shell 2. Now, we a lot of what we sell is uh, accessories, so things that you can connect to your phones. So that's what we do, keyboards and speakers and headsets all sorts of things like that. In fact, I didn't even mention the Orbit Rider, which is the Braille keyboard for ninety nine bucks. So you know, we just we do a oh, lot wow. of things that you can connect to your phone. Uh, the only thing that is app based is the way around uh, thing that I mentioned. Okay. Incidentally, you can connect those uh, speakers and headsets to your blind shell too if you got one of them. <laughs> Doesn't matter what phone you got. We got you covered. <laughs> all right. Next, we have Kitty. Kitty. Hey. Should be able- <laughs> Should be able to unmute. Let's send you oh, she's a unmuting. JJ, do you still have the um, Braille overlays for the iPhones? Yeah, we still sell them. Um, I didn't bring them. There's just there's so many sizes of iPhone now. Yeah. So I didn't pack them, but you're certainly welcome to put it in order for them. And if you do, we won't charge you uh, for shipping if you order Did it in person. Call? So the tactile right. screen protectors. Yep. Did you okay. call Kitty? I wasn't yes, sure. Yeah, you're, you're unmuted. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, hi, JJ. Two questions. Yeah. One um one is on the um power mm-hmm. um power bank. Yeah, the audible power grid um power mm-hmm. thingy. Do you have does that um charge USB A and C or yes. just USB? And yes, and in fact you could do one of each at the same time. Now it's gonna pull more power, but you could charge two things at once if you wanted to. Okay, and the the cheaper one will do that. Yes, well they both as... have the same ports. It's just one has okay. twice the power. Man, I wish I could trade in one an inaccessible for an accessible. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other question comment that I have really is, um, I'm wondering if the shell phones are planning to um, work with the rideshare services like uber and lyft yeah that's you're not the first person to ask that i know those are pretty complex apps um and often and also a little bit limited to certain countries and since it is an international phone i'm not sure where it is uh, on the priority but, they, but they've added ira which you know which only in a few countries so i'm i'm sure it's i you know i know it's something that they've heard and uh and if so they maybe, also come to work with verizon Oh, I mean, I believe me, they want that as well. So, <laughs> the, the phone itself would work with it. It's just now we got to get the network to to allow us. Yeah, on it. yeah. It's not yeah. the the phone itself would definitely work with the others. It's just we need to, you know, talk to the right people. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. 
Hi. Um, my name is Shirley, and I had a couple of things. First of all, I I would like to um, put in a second vote for Verizon. If there's anything oh, wait, you, know, you guys can do uh, to get that going or anything we if can do. If you know any senior execs, uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. Senior dreams. I mean, yeah, that's the, the challenge to get to the right person, so. Well, the other the other thing I wanted to know, and I have a feeling I know the answer, but you know, you never know for sure till you ask. Mm-hmm. Um, I use a special device. You know, they have some of these. I'm sure you're at least vaguely familiar with these uh, continuous glucose monitors. Yes. And um, one of them in particular that I use requires the uh, NFC technology, and mm-hmm. I I know this phone. From, I read something the other day about that it could read some NFC labels or something, but I really don't know, number one, if it has NFC technology, um, you know, that an app like that could be added um, if the company even wanted to add it or not. So I guess it's sort of a twofold question. Number one, is the mm-hmm. phone capable of having them added? And secondly, if it is, is this something at all that that you guys have looked at. Um, we haven't, you're talking you know, about the black shop, right? A, yes, sir. Yes. And I should have specified no, you're that. You're totally fine. Uh, no, you're totally fine. Yes, it does have the technology. Um, we're not really using it for anything. Well, they have their own tags um, that they sell kind of like way around, but more for the blind shell phone. Uh, so yes, it has the capability. So, you know, if you know the name of the app or you can let people know that, you know, let us know the name of the, name of the app, you know, it certainly can, yeah, and that can't make any promises, but you know, it's certainly one that could be considered. And I think that would be an important one to think about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so well, I hope she was. I'm sorry, I uh, muted her. Um, <laughs> okay, just call um, us or email us with that name of that app if you can at some point, and we'll we'll see if we can get on the list. Let's see. We will go to actually. We have a non. We have a first time hand raise. Hey. So we're going to, yeah, we're we going to go to Diane. Hi, I had a question about the um, the flight. Yes. Um. If um, is there a way to attach it so you don't lose it? The you know the stylus. Yeah, actually, the stylus um, on both of them is the, on the bigger one. It's magnetic, so it actually has has a little spot on the side that it pops right into. Uh, the smaller one, it's a smaller uh, plastic stylus. I like the bigger stylus much better. Um, but yes, they do attach straight to the, the stylus. And also for the full-size one, we do have cases available. Um, oh, okay. For next for 25 bucks, we have them in gray and pink and blue and whatever you want. Oh, okay, great. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. All right. Uh, next, we're going to have Beth. And Beth, you should be able to unmute. Hey, Beth. Hey, JJ. Thanks for such a great um, uh, presentation. And my question has to do with the storm speaker. Mm-hmm. Could yeah. you please... You there, JJ? Yep. Okay, good. Cool. Could you please go into the storm speaker a little bit more? I know this is a hard thing to answer, but I'm not looking for a big booming bass, but I'd like a bass that just is nice and you can really hear it you know really well right how big of a room are you trying to um small small room how big of a room are you trying to oh just a just a small i live in a small home so it really depends on what size you know what size of a uh you know uh 
What size of a Rubio cover? The, the 40 watt, the bigger one for 119, definitely has more base than the other one. You know, that might okay. be the, the one to recommend. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll try to get music on it really quickly. <laughs> yeah, you can hear it. It goes loud. Loudspeaker, loudspeaker. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> sure is. So, so that, that would be, um, and how much is the other one? So, oh, so yeah. JJ, the did did you say there are two storm speakers? Yes, to- storm box. Yep. So the bigger one is forty watts for one twenty. The smaller one is twenty four watts for seven. The bigger one is probably about eight inches tall uh, by about three on each side. It's vertical. The smaller one is maybe about five inches tall um, and also about three inches. So the one, this big one, is a little taller. Um, the right. big one's the one I carry, but they're both good. And do you do you have a tutorial on on your site? Everything that we have, or almost everything that we have, we have manuals that are accessible on our website. We explain the layout of all the buttons, where everything is at, and of course, you can call or email us as well if you have additional questions. All right, and last on the Zoom, we have Todd. Hey, uh, JJ. Oh, any more speakers? What's up, Todd? <laughs> okay, the uh, storm speakers. Uh, can you use them like? Uh, to 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 pair with a TV, like uh, you know, or something like that. Like like if you wanted to, um, can you plug things in? Like oh. uh, okay, uh, it, wired or wireless? Uh, wired. The smaller one, the twenty four mm-hmm. watt, the the twenty four watt one will do wired. Okay, and the and the uh, key. You you said you have keyboards for iPhones. Yeah, yeah. We have a folding Bluetooth keyboard for a mm-hmm. regular QWERTY. We also have a Braille keyboard, the Orbit Writer. Cool. Um, and what's your website again? Atguys.com. And in oh. fact, you can go to atguys.com/slash/convention to see all of our convention uh, deals and everything going on. All right. Thanks for telling me that. I thank appreciate you. it. JJ, I want to thank you very, very much. No problem. Um, Thank you. This this was a kind of a last minute thing, um, but we we got JJ on and got a tremendous number of questions uh, and people a tremendous amount of interest, and I hope it does uh, does you a whole lot of good at, down well, in the exhibit hall. Well, we appreciate I, all your support, and uh, I'm going to finish packing and grab a ride over there. <laughs> Well, you do that. Right. And meanwhile, I want to thank everyone who has been with us for this whole time. Uh, I have just tried to run the HumanWare presentation, and it's not working uh, and, correctly. And we do not have time. And we don't have – that was going to be my next line. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't have time. But if you do want to hear it, it will be up. If it isn't already, it will be up on the cclvi.org website sometime before too long. Um, And I actually, I can probably put it on the visibilities website as well, which is visibilities.net. Other than that, I'm sorry that we couldn't get to the human one. I will tell you this. They were doing, they did several of their magnifiers and they, they did the same too. They did the QWERTY, the, the mantis and the chameleon. So that's why I was hoping we'd get to their version, to their um, explanations of them and descriptions of them. But we've just run out of day. 
but we've gotten an awful lot of great information. And I want to thank Penny Moss, who has done a tremendous amount of work on this with me from uh, BITS. And they've got some great programming coming up tomorrow. CCLVI has more programming coming up this weekend. We've got doing the Smart Home with Next Gen on Monday. And those of you in Nebraska, be sure to go and enjoy yourselves at the dance on Tuesday night. It's the dance of all ages. It's everyone from Next Gen through Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss. And with all of that, I want to thank you all again for joining us. I want to thank Maria for hosting today. And a special thanks to Herbie Allen for streaming us for all this time. The two of them have done yeoman's work on this. And with that, I wish you all a very, very happy and learning weekend at convention. Um, I am heartbroken that we couldn't be there this year, but we had some family illness that prevented us from being able to be there. But we will be there definitely on Zoom and in spirit. And with that, I wish you all a great long weekend.